Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. How's it going? Very good, thank you. It's uh, hot. It's very hot. Welcome but, uh, along to this bank holiday special, oh. if you're in the UK anyway. I yeah. don't know if... I don't think there are bank holidays in the US necessarily. I mean, they they, they have holidays. They have holidays out, out there that we don't have, like Independence Day. Yeah. Well, the hours will come soon enough, Josh. <laughs> they coincide with Halloween, which is a bit of a rip-off, really. Yeah. You'd think we'd give it its own day so that it can get the attention that it deserves. But it is a nightmare. So. I mean, frankly, that that is true. But I, I was going to say, if we do get a day off out of it every year from here on out <laughs> the one good thing to come from brexit I'll, day I'll, off. maybe i'll accept it maybe i'll accept it but anyway we're not here to talk about brexit you'll be glad to know listeners the reason we're coming at you on a monday uh, or whatever day of the week you're listening to this who knows yep. i like to think we're maybe a monday morning podcast for a lot of folk as they monday. head into work yeah tuesday morning this week for a but there'll be a tuesday morning podcast this time yeah. but yes the reason it's a bit late uh, is because D23 has been happening in Anaheim, California, over the last few days, and in order to take full advantage of the abundance of Disney theme park news that always comes out of D23, we thought we'd best delay the recording of the podcast so that we can get all of it in uh, and bring all that news to you, our beloved listeners. Yes. But before we get to that... Ooh. Before... We get to that. Ooh. New Tay Tay album, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> You've been enjoying it, I hear. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a not it's a nice background listen. It certainly me. is. Um, Every time you spoke on the Xbox last night, I got a small smidgen of Tay Tay in the yeah. background um, to complement the action that was unfolding on my television. Of course. So it was very appropriate there. Um, but yeah, dying over and over again to Halo Two. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not actually being serious about Tay-Tay, Although it is some pretty good Tay-Tay, I would suggest from the little I've heard of it so far. We've actually got another email. Another email. Now this is now two in three. Two, two in three. If we make it three and four, or even three and five, I think I'm going to have to come up with a, a bespoke jingle. Okay, yeah. Because it's becoming something of a feature. It, it sure is. Yeah. I don't know if you can come up with a... You're, you're very musically gifted, Josh. Yes. Can you come up with an on-the-spot jingle for us here? Uh, about emails and how much we love to have them? No. Great. Well, thanks Emails! Uh, yes, that'll boop, do. Boop, boop, boop. We got some emails. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> What's the sitch? Oh. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> Nothing gets me going like a Kim Possible tune, I it tell was. you. Excellent stuff. But yes, we do have another email. Yeah. Delighted to say. And uh, just like the first email we had a few weeks ago, uh, some useful information yeah. that's actually worth talking about. Yeah. We're, we're almost creating a... Uh, it's like a forum. Yeah. For, you know, points of discussion. Yeah. Not just glorious feedback. Yes. Of course, if you do just want to purely send us glorious feedback about... How great we are and everything. We won't that will read it also, out. That will also come, you know, very much appreciated. But yes, maybe uh, maybe more chance of it being read out if there's uh, some substance to what you have to say. Yeah. And who's emailed us this week, Josh? This week, uh, the email comes from Charlie. Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie. Excellent. What uh, does Mr. Charlie have to say? Well, Charlie is in the uh, property industry. Right. 
Um, he deals so with. So is it his fault that I can't afford a house? Yeah, all his fault. Or a flat or all anything? All his fault. Great. Yeah, blame everything on him. I certainly will. I need a. I need someone to blame for my my failings. Um, my misfortune. But no, he uh, obviously gets emails from or newsletters from various locations, such as Estates Gazette. Estates Gazette. Yes, which is all about property. Great. Um, I must say, this isn't the most riveting lead into an email that I've ever heard, Josh. No, but basically he sent us a link to this article from Estates Gazette, which is all about our beloved Paramount Park, a.k.a. the London Resort. Great. Yeah. I'm delighted to hear this. Uh, What do they have to say? It's not happening. It's over. (laughs) It's done. It's not happening. Uh, Well, Estates Gazette spoke to uh, Pai uh, Jabot himself. (laughs) Uh, Some excellent pronunciation yeah, there. My French is awful. Yep, I appreciate it that. It certainly is. He, he uh, in the article, s- describes himself as the uh, little fat Frenchman. As the little fat Frenchman? Yeah. I don't Savage. know. If he's, I basically just call himself the foo, right? I guess, yeah. Which is kind well, of hard. Why is he so down on himself? I don't know. I think, but he seems like a quite smiley guy. I don't know. Right. Um, if you don't know who he is... Uh, yeah, we have spoke. We have spoken to about him before. Have we? Yeah, he helped <laughs> turn around uh, Disneyland in the nineties. Oh, Paris, you mean? Yes, right. Um, okay, which would make sense as a Frenchman, I guess. Um, he helped turn around the fortunes of the Millennium Dome, aka the O2. Okay. Um, and now he has moved on to Paramount Park. Right. So we, has- we did an episode a couple of weeks ago where we sort of got ourselves and, and everyone up to speed on what's been going on with that project. There have been some developments this year, kind yeah. of out of the blue. Yeah, uh, A couple more deals have been signed, notably Paramount, <laughs> back on board. <laughs> back on board. So the fact that they've got Paramount or convinced Paramount to get back on board would suggest some reasonable progress behind the scenes. And um, what's his face... What's his name again? Pai Jabot. Pai Jabot has provided, I would say, some of the most sort of substance yeah. behind this whole project that I've frankly ever heard. Because it's all up until this point sounded very much like a pipe dream, very uh, idealistic and not necessarily realistic. But some of what he's had to say, in a way, is a little bit underwhelming, but at the same time, makes me feel like it's more likely to happen yeah. because he is sort of tempering expectations about he's, this whole thing. His ideas are built on realism rather than plans yeah. of grandeur. Indeed. You know, every news outlet is banging on about roller coasters themed like Mission Impossible and mm. Star Trek and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, whoa. Yeah. We ain't making no Star Wars land. Lads, it's in Swanscombe. Yeah. Uh, he literally says that, actually. Um, Great. There's a point in this article where he literally says there's no point trying to do what Disney has done very well. Right. Which is a theme park. Mm. Um, and but that was kind of the pitch for this thing. It was a bit. Well, yeah. And there's, you know, there's meant, there was meant to be an indoor water park, which I don't think is happening anymore. Hotels. Hotels. Shopping. Shopping. Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he goes on about some new kind of big things at the moment, or relatively big things. Uh, he's talking about virtual reality. Great. Um, one example of what he says is um, take virtual reality where you have Lewis Hamilton live on the track in his Mercedes Formula 1. Obviously, Lewis Hamilton, a British icon of racing. Um, you have 15 guys in the simulator and, you know, 
with these VR headsets on, experiencing what it's like to be in that Formula One car, but it's as if Lewis Hamilton was driving. Um, only takes a few cameras and it could be they're done dusted. Mm. Um, I think the thing I'd say about sort of making a VR pitch for a theme park is that obviously I would expect it to be more advanced than what you can buy yourselves in the in the shops these days, but you can get a pretty good VR experience in your own home at this point. You sure can. So, you know, when I think of what I want out of a theme park, it's to be sort of transported to a place where I couldn't possibly experience it anywhere else. Well, Not I'm... just in terms of the rides, but also, you know, just walking around, the vibe. And VR obviously can, you know, the whole pitch for VR really is to put you in a space that is otherworldly and, and allows you to do things that you could never do for real, but... Like I say, you can kind of get that at home these days. VR is becoming more and more affordable, and uh, yeah, you're not wrong. But I think the available. important important point here is that he he doesn't think of it as a theme park as such. Mm. He's thinking about it as a location with experiences. Right. Um, he would like to take people, uh, families that go to say Westfield for the day, mm. out of Westfield and down to Paramount Park. So okay. you have to have a variety of things to do, you know, your shopping, your experiences, that sort of thing. Um, he goes on about how esports is a big thing. He's big into esports, plays a lot of games, you know, League of Legends, um, sports games, a few things like that. That he actually plays himself, he reckons. Um, we can't confirm. This. Can't confirm that. You know, a lot of people want to. You know, a lot of big directors want to talk a big game about that sort of stuff. Do you remember the Wii game? Which was pitched as a Steven Spielberg game called Boom Blocks. No. It was like epic Jenga. <laughs> it was actually really good. Genuinely. Okay. okay. And one of the few Wii games that I played outside Nintendo stuff that actually understood what the Wii could and could not do. Oh, okay. So you had a lot of Wii games coming out, I feel like, where the pitch was... Oh, you can be a, a samurai warrior or something equally fancy and cool. Yeah. And then you'd wave the remote around a bit and it's like... Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's not having it's it not afraid. Good, actually. It's, it's not precise enough for yeah. this. But, you know, just a, a, a relaxed game of, of Jenga, but on a bigger scale, is what essentially Boomlock kind of was. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Great, in fact. Sorry, you, you saying directors attaching themselves to games just made me think of that. Yeah, and, not, and a better time. When I say life, directors, frankly. I didn't necessarily mean film directors. I meant company directors. Oh, sure, but, but, but you know, my <laughs> mind take, goes in all sorts of weird directions. You, so. you go straight to films. Uh, yeah, for a lot of stuff. Exactly. Conversations. Yeah, uh, it's very true. How to talk to people. I can't oh, I remember the last time I ever mentioned or even thought of Boom Blocks, and yet here I am <laughs> here I, here on a podcast that is totally irrelevant to Boom yeah, Blocks. Here I am listening to you talk about Boom Blocks. Yes. Well, I highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, if For you that get, console that's get down, three generations old. Get or down two to the secondhand old. shop in town, buy a Wii, and if they have a copy of Boom Blocks, then, then great. But if they don't, I would seek one out, frankly. It's a very yeah. good time. Good, good luck with that, folks. It's the best video game I've ever played that involves blocks. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, also, 
moving straight on because Jabot has more stuff to talk about. I'm glad to hear it. Um, he's talking about you know creating a rarity factor, experiences that last for uh, a season maybe or a year, something like that, um, that can be changed out relatively regularly. Um, because it's cheaper than building a whole roller coaster and having to change out a roller coaster more regularly. Um, so he's talking about, you know, building a roller coaster and changing out a roller coaster can take up to $30 million, which is about, mm. well, he, they put it down as 24.5 million pounds, but who knows in this day and age? Yeah. This could change on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> it certainly could. Um, whereas a, you know, a show or an experience can be changed around for, Four million, mm. which is you know, think about it. If you do a show for a couple of years and then change it, you're saving a lot yourself a lot of money. So yeah. It's easier to make profit. Yeah. Um, on that profit note, actually, you know, some people have spoken about how Merlin have struggled with finances. Um, I think they're publicly traded now, mm. uh, and he's saying that that's not what Paramount Park's going to do because um, while it uh, helps at the beginning because you get a lot of investment. Yeah. You then have to appease all of your shareholders right. and tell everyone how the company's doing every three months. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure to put on the company. Yeah. It's easier if you're privately owned and you can work without those overheads. Yeah. It's interesting stuff, you know. As like I said, he's he's talking about how he wants to. There'll be a couple of rides there, a couple of roller coasters, but it's predominantly these uh, experiences and shows that he's focused around. Mm. Um, and he wants to bring back the, um, you know, the 2012 Olympics, you know, camaraderie and uh, I'm, a, sense I'm afraid of, the horse has bolted on that front. <laughs> sense of wonder. He's at least four years late. Uh, he wants to do that. Yeah, I'm afraid. But he's he's gonna try. Bless him. Well, bless him indeed. Yeah, I must admit, I, I can. You know, I could appreciate a little more realism, and as I said at the top, it does make the whole thing sound a little more viable. Yeah, and is less. You know, it's harder to be cynical about it on that front. But I can't say I'm excited by what he's pitching. Uh, it's no. Well, it, it sounds like a collection of stuff that you'd find in a modern mall or shopping centre, which also has that kind of well. We also want other reasons for families to come here. And then they might do a bit of shopping while they're here. You know, make sure we've got a really good cinema. Or make sure we've got a really good... Well, I don't know. At the top end of the spectrum, you've got the Dubai Mall, which has an aquarium and a lot of this similar sounding stuff when it comes to VR. They've got some ridiculous VR arcade, essentially. Yeah, I guess... Some... But a shopping centre is... You know, in this, who's, who's building a shopping centre in this day and age? You've got to be an idiot. Oh sure, um, I don't. So, dispute, I don't dispute that. I'm just saying that these kinds of experiences he's talking about. I just feel like you can kind of already go somewhere and get a good, like a decent, um, a decent take on the kind of things that he's talking about. And and if at this point, if I want to go to a theme park in the UK, I'm I'm just going to go to Thorpe Park or Alton Towers if this is what if this is what he thinks London Resort's going to end up being, which is kind of this hodgepodge of. Um, but I, I guess, but again, we're talking about, he, we keep calling it a theme park. Yeah. And that is not how he wants to think of it. I guess my question is. He's not talking it, about, you know, Alton Towers or Thought Park roller coasters extraordinaire. No. Um, 
you know, the theming in these in our supposed theme parks is atrocious. But I, I, I guess my question then is, is there demand for what he's pitching? Potentially. Well, I mean, who knows? It's impossible right? to say, really, it's, isn't it's, it? But I would say we haven't really seen anything like this mm. in the UK. Mm. So it's hard to say uh, what the demand of this sort of thing is like. You know, if, you know, that opening year when it, if it, when it doesn't open, that first year when it doesn't open, because uh, we all know it won't, but if for some strange reason it does, in that first year and I go, which I will, obviously. Yeah. We'll have to. We're contractually obliged. Yeah. Uh, if them shows, if them experiences are good that first year, I'll probably keep returning. Yeah. They'll probably let us do a live podcast oh. if they're really struggling to fill a, fill a venue. Imagine. Like we can't book anyone. We can't. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll cost four million. <laughs> it's it's just like if this is the pitch, you know, live events, shows, and things like that. Yeah, you'd imagine. Um, in in some ways, it's in some because you know the a lot of people have talked about this as well when trying to defend it against people who say we don't need this in our area. It's like oh, but it'll help the local economy. But I don't know. It feels like some of these. You know, if if a big part of this is shows and stage productions you know people can get that in their sort of towns around here and um i don't know i I don't doubt that this could be on a sort of a bigger scale than obviously the kind of stage productions that you can get around here but i don't know i I just don't feel like there's a wow factor to this that that necessarily justifies it coming in at this point and i don't know I'm I'm not I'm not convinced really that this is I guess what the, the difference anyone is really looking for. The differentiator there is the IP that they got connected. Yeah, well, then the key thing becomes how they utilize it. I'm having scary visions of again I go back to Dubai uh, at the Burj Khalifa, the uh, the biggest I think it's the tallest building in the world. It's the tallest building in Dubai, certainly. I believe it's still the tallest. It's the one in uh, Mission Impossible 4. And when you get to the top of the Burj Khalifa on one of the floors there, you can do a VR experience, which is heavily inspired, if not actually licensed. I'm not sure. But if it's not licensed, it's heavily inspired by the scene from Mission Impossible 4, where he scales the Burj Khalifa on the outside. Right, yeah. And obviously Mission Impossible is a paramount thing. And he's talking a lot about VR. I mean, if that is the... I did it, and it's, you know, it's kind of cool, but it's nothing I couldn't have done in my bedroom if I had a... if I had a VR headset. So... I mean, I, I understand VR headsets are, you know, out of the question for a lot of people, including myself, it's turned out. I don't actually have the room to enjoy them. But I, I would say, yeah, I'm not sure. I think I need to hear more about it. On the one hand, he's made it sound more realistic and there's less reason to be cynical about it. On the other hand, I'm less excited by its potential based on what he has now said. And I guess the question now is, do I want this heavily compromised thing to... Uh, do, do I want them to fail to deliver something really ambitious or succeed in delivering something that's kind of like there? Does but, it get to a point uh, where you're I, I, so I, unexcited by what they're saying that it doesn't really... You, you just find yourself not caring? Um, I guess so. I mean, I would, I would don't say... I wouldn't say I'm uninterested. I'm, We're contractually I'm very much in... obliged to be interested. Or at least somewhat... I'm, I mean... We're not like I, I'm not going to Dubai to go to the Burj Khalifa to try out some VR experience, but I don't no. think that's what he's talking about here. Okay, put it this way: if they do a TV ad campaign, yeah, and one of the things they make a big deal out of was is a VR thing, 
that's a problem i think that that should be someone that compliments a i know he's not describing it necessarily as a thing park now but i i don't think vr experiences are something that are that are worth making a big song and dance about in 2019 let alone 2024 or whenever but this I, is but potentially I, opening. I think the, the problem with the VR experiences that we have witnessed in the public yeah. have been half-baked. I guess. They I, have been either rushed, poorly implemented, like it sounds like this thing in, but at the Burj Khalifa is. Most of that stuff in Dubai that is, or in Asia, that is themed is a load of crap. I guess. Because yeah. most of it isn't actually... It's just ripped off from the... It's not actual, you know, supported by the production company or whatever. Or the no. Studio. Um, and then in the, you know, Western market, a lot of the VR stuff has been um, slapped onto experiences that have already existed. Yeah. Like Air, uh, like Kraken. Yeah. Um, and they've been... Because they've been slapped onto something that already existed, it just didn't work properly. No. You have to... You know, put a special effort into coming up with a VR experience. Mario Kart, the Mario Kart VR is meant to be very good. That you can get in arcades. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a VR, it's an arcade game, but it's meant to be excellent. If you can do, you know, and and this isn't this is not necessarily a game they're talking about. This is an experience. I just find it weird that he says. London Resort will have a much wider offer than the traditional theme park. And I'm thinking to myself, hang on, well, theme parks actually do have a decent variety of stuff to do these days. But And, uh, and he says it will instead compete against shopping centres. And I'm like, okay, hang on. What generally, when I think of what has more variety in terms of its offering, a shopping centre or a theme park? A theme park does. Yeah, so I find Tom, that quote kind of disingenuous. But Tom, Alton Towers and Thought Park, outside of the actual roller coasters, are pretty lame. Yeah, I guess. But... I don't know. I, d- I don't think... Just nothing he's saying is really doing it for me. I, I'll be honest. I just feel like we have theme parks. If they're ride-centric, that's fine. We have places we can go to experience some of the other things he's talking about here. I'm not, not, not sold. Not sold, frankly. That's fine. I mean, you don't... I wasn't, you, <laughs> we've never been sold. It's a no, pipe dream. It certainly is. But this doesn't even sound like a great pipe dream to me. This is this is a day. This is a daydream. This is, this is like his mind uh, wandered during like, a slightly boring. This actually hour has of me work. The the, I guess honesty and realism that he's talking about actually gets me more interested in it. Fair enough. Because at least if they, I can see that side of it as I say. Yeah. Because they're not going for this ridiculous two hundred foot roller coasters and mm. nonsense. Because mm. it's not gonna. It's not possible. If they can get stuff that's small and tight. Solid experiences. I think it could, it could potentially do well. You know, people go to Harry Potter World. Admittedly, it's Harry Potter. Yeah, but you don't really do much. No, but as you say, it's Harry Potter. So. Yeah, but if they if the theming of the lands are of that ilk, the concept art has been describing it as yeah. All that admittedly, it's concept art, and it's well, really yeah, early on. That what he's now selling doesn't jive with that. That concept art to me at all. Like those look like straight up theme park lands and the way he's pitching this I'm not sure that that quite jives with what he's talking about. But we'll wait and see Indeed. in uh, twenty goodness knows. 
20 goodness knows. Yeah. No, that's my estimated. Disney will have bought Paramount by then, so it won't happen. Time. That's true, actually. Uh, something that uh, but, um, does have more... I just... Oh, go ahead. Just like to say thanks again, Charlie. Oh, yes. For sending that in. Thanks to Mr. Charlie. If you want to email us in future, you can do so podcast at parkrush.com. Yep. And we'll read it out on the show. Hopefully next time with a jingle. No guarantees. No, probably not. Anyway, moving on to yeah. some stuff that has some dates uh, yes. that we might actually have some level of belief in. Uh, as we said at the top, well, D23 has been happening. Not everything we're going to talk about has a date, by the way, but some stuff does, and some stuff has a time frame of sorts. I also don't believe it will happen like the concept art. No, I'm also somewhat sceptical of some of these plans, specifically for Epcot, but we'll get to them. Uh, Disney made a bunch of announcements. A lot of it was kind of touching on stuff they have spoken about before, but in a bit more detail. Uh, stuff ranging from the new Epcot Pavilion to uh, Avengers uh, Campus yeah. at various Disney parks around the world. Yeah, a decent amount to get our teeth into. So I must admit, I'm going to get a crick in my neck if I look around at this screen. So Josh, I'm going to rely on you to take us away. Oh, and he's changed. He's dragged the web browser over to a different screen. What a... What a future we now live in. Has he broken the Audacity recording? That is now the question. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's, it's fine. still going. Goodness. Okay. Right. Well, then, let's crack on, I guess. So, I suppose we should probably start in Disneyland because D23 was in Anaheim. It sure as was. It, as I think it always is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it is. Um, so, what should we talk about first? Um, Bob Chapek did a panel, basically. Yeah, it was like so they, almost they did... two hours long. Yeah, they did do a few sort of pre-show announcements on Friday, I think. Yeah, he at the about... opening of D23. Yeah, so he talked there a little bit about uh, a new sort of Moana... I don't know if attraction is the right word, but Moana-inspired uh, area in Epcot, which looked you know, very uh, tropical. And... Th- there is an attraction attached to it. I don't know if it's just a refresh of a mm. current attraction. Yeah, I mean... The the thing they're doing with Epcot, as we'll get onto, is uh, you know removing that kind of monolithic, kind of dead vibe that it's got in yeah. its entrance pavilion and making it all far more green and sort of you know full of life and maybe a bit more of a celebration of sort of nature and that kind of thing. And Moana, I think, has the potential to tap into that quite nicely. Uh, what else did he talk about on the Friday? Uh, he talked a little bit about. He quickly mentioned the Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Hotel, which we'll come on to later on as well. Yes. And uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, which we'll talk about a bit later as well. Yeah. Um, and and he, uh, there was some Tron stuff in the background as well that he, I think he mentioned lightly. Which, Tron, right. Tron's still happening. Tron is still happening. Can confirm. Yeah. And I think that might have been where they really revealed the name of Avengers Campus. Yes. Which is the big Avengers Marvel land that they're building at. Uh, California Adventure. Yep, which we'll talk about uh, as well. Disneyland Paris. Yeah. And anywhere else? Um, yeah, there was somewhere else. No, there is a Stark Expo in Shanghai. Sure, I'm sure we'll get to it. similar but slightly differently themed. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, let's dive in and we'll start with Disneyland. Uh, we're just going to go in the order that he talked about the stuff. Mm. Easiest way to do it, I well, think. yeah. And he kicked things off with a new parade. Yes. Called Magic Happens. Yeah, they're big on big, 
big, big, big on magic this year. They certainly are. Um, when are they not, Josh? Well, yeah. But the, the, they threw magic on everything. Magic, wishes and dreams. Yes. That's magic and wishes. The are. holy trinity of Disney. Not a lot of dreams. No. They're, they're dropping dreams. I think the DreamWorks being owned by a Universal is really... Uh, it's, th- it's, it's thrown with their branding. Yes. Huh. Well, I, if you I didn't so. hear. I didn't hear a lot of dreams going on. No, because I watched the whole press conference for a dodgy YouTube stream. Great. Yeah. Uh, Speaking I, of dreams, that's yeah. one right there. Yeah. You'll be there one day. One day. Front row. Yeah. You'll be streaming it. Yeah. And someone else will be watching it. Ha <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, magic. Magic happens. Magic happens. So yeah. he, he talks a little bit about some of the floats and some of the characters that will be involved. You're going to have some. It's going to be really awkward when this. If this isn't very good, this parade, and someone's just going to go, shit happens. Oh, my mind was sort of has been turning like like loads of cogs in my mind because when when he said magic happens, I, I was trying to make a shit happens joke and I was still yeah. thinking of one, but you beat me to it. Good job. Cheers. Uh, so Moana again will be represented in Magic Happens. Yeah. Some Coco. Yeah. Got some Coco love. These new um, floats look quite cool, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of weird. The three, the only three properties that he touched on were Moana, Coco, and Sleeping Beauty, which was a bit of a weird mix. Yeah. I was kind of expecting like another modern Disney, like yeah. Wreck It Ralph or something like that. Uh, um, bit of a weird. Maybe it was just to sort of make clear to the purists that hey, we still care about legacy stuff. Yes. But, uh, maybe I guess that was, so. Maybe that's what it was about. But um, people like Moana and people like Coco. Those are two good films. I, I certainly like them both. I think Coco's probably my preferred of the two although your welcome is a banger yeah it's true uh yeah i i do like um loco as well um is it loco is it called loco i can't remember there's a song about being crazy in coco which i very much enjoy right uh, uh, the remem- one remember on the me oh, oh gets me every time oh. Oh. anyway uh, and then they uh, talked talk about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in the context of Disneyland. Now, I don't know if this yeah. was known about previously, but it is coming to Disneyland yes. in California as part of Toontown, to Toontown in 2022. Yeah. Uh, and there, you know, it's going to look like a theatre, like an old school cinema. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be called the El Capitoon. Nice. Instead of El Capitoon. So I have a slightly different look uh, from the front to the one that's opening at Hollywood Studios next year because they are maintaining. Some of the feel of the Chinese theatre. Yes, definitely. There would be uproar if they. Yeah, that whole that building will still look like the Chinese theatre. Yeah, and uh, they are sticking a big neon sign on the front of it, but sure, it looks quite cool still. Yeah, I, I like actually what they've done with the California version here. Actually, with the sort of old school cinema stylings, I quite like. Yeah, that as well. uh, the El Capitan is a is a theatre. Yeah, so. Um, they did talk a little bit more about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. They showed off some concept art. They showed the uh, uniform that the cast members will wear, sort of very classic Disney. Yes. Dungarees, red shirts, hat. Yeah. Um, they He teased some sort of element of the ride that will be particularly amazing. There have been rumours about the, 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 the train kind of splitting up. Yeah, we spoke about this in yeah, our previous episode. And going off in a sort of trackless manner kind yeah. of like the Ratatouille ride so that could well be what he's talking about when he says there's going to be something particularly cool about how the ride operates but yeah generally low on detail he didn't even give a real time frame for when it's coming to Hollywood Studios other than next year now it was originally penciled in for this year which would suggest it will be fairly early next year because yeah you wouldn't think a delay would would be that 
dramatic. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. I wonder if there'll be how um, how Galaxy's Edge is received at Hollywood Studios and also Rise of the Resistance, which comes later this year. Maybe how they are received will inform how desperate they are or how relaxed they are about when the Runaway Railway actually opens. Yeah, I uh, think once uh, Rise of the Resistance is done, they'll move staff back onto this, yeah. Mickey Minis, and that will help speed up the pr- delivery of it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Hollywood Studios in 2020 and Disneyland in 2022. Uh then he moved on to Disney California Adventure, and this is where he talks about Marvel Campus. Uh, so, this stuff sounds pretty cool, actually. I was ready to be quite cynical about Disney's Marvel offering, uh, certainly the Spider-Man ride, based purely on the fact that there's already a really damn good Spider-Man ride that Universal offers in Florida and Japan, and that might be it. But yeah, it uh, remains one of my favorite, very favorite rides, so I was a little bit skeptical about I am still skeptical going for it but what do you make of what they announced there's it's, it sounds like it's going to be quite interactive and I mean it's basically just midway mania right yeah I guess if you want to be cynical about it it kind of has that kind of vibe you're going to be uh sort of helping spider-man to collect a load of like his spider trackers or something that he yeah is, he's, he's lost and yeah. you're going to be collecting them by shooting webs at them for me, it's all going to come down to the how sort of tactile it is. I like the idea of you basically strapping a web shooter on and it being totally wireless, and you yeah. have to do the, you know, the classic Spider-Man finger pose to fire off the webs. I think that's what's that it's going to live or die on that. If if the setup is, oh, Spider-Man's built a vehicle for you and it's got web guns on it, that. That's I've no interest in, yeah. in that. That sounds the, lame. The concept art makes it look like you're shooting it from your hand. Yeah, but it is concept art. Yeah, who bloody knows? And the concept art also suggests that Spider-Man's going to be sort of swinging around alongside yeah. you. You have uh, looks like goggles on, so it's three D. Yeah, but there um, was also I saw on Twitter and can't remember where it was from i can't remember who said it i can't remember exactly if it was even legit but anyway i'm going to talk about it as if it was but there was um a clip i saw of apparently disney sort of testing far more sort of free roam animatronics that can or sort of free form animatronics that have okay. way more sort of agency not a million miles away i guess from the sort of bell stuff that we've seen them pitching, right, okay, yeah, yeah. but maybe a more sort of acrobatic form of that and maybe that could be a real Something life Spider-Man. They, maybe. Maybe they're able to build Spider-Man as if he was a machine. Uh, machine big, Spider-Man. I'm, I'm open to the idea. I'm more open to the idea of them doing Spider-Man than I maybe was previously. But yeah, it's going to have to be something really special to top the amazing adventures of Spider-Man. That's uh, it's, That is an excellent ride. So it certainly it, it is. It will be tough. And it's, and it's still great after 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Gee. Uh, I quite like the uh, restaurant that got announced as part of this. The Pim Test Kitchen. The Pim Test Kitchen. That sounds fun. It also sounds like... Is it going to be delivered by ants? Well, it sounds like an in-world excuse to overcharge for tiny portions. Yeah. They'll give you, like, a really small burger. And you'll be like, what the hell, man? I just paid 15 bucks. And they'll be like, well, it's just been shot with the Pim particles. What did you expect? I mean, it says in the restaurant what this is. (laughs) It'd be like, show them sweet uh, burgers. Oh, that you get the cinema. Like yeah, like the really small ones, right? You can like, they're like that. Yeah, or just like a, or you know, maybe they could get away with sliders. 
Yeah. You order it as a quarter pounder and you get it and it's a slider. Yeah. Dude. What the hell? Joke's on me, I guess. <laughs> Damn pin particles. Damn pin particles. Yeah. That's, it'd be quite good if every so often someone... Like they, it's like they've messed up and they bring out a massive burger. Yeah. It's like, oh, we shot it with the wrong particles and now here you go. That would be cool. Just a giant burger. Yeah. Here's one the size of the table. But it's the same price. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's you just, never know which one you're going to get. It's random, yeah. Yeah. Um... They also spoke, I don't know if they're taking a similar approach to this as Galaxy's Edge in a way, where they're talking about it kind of in phases. So the idea being that it opens with Spider-Man and the test kitchen, and then later they're going to have a, a Quinjet ride, yeah. which involves you taking a ride to Wakanda. Wakanda. Now, I just mentioned Star Wars there. This strikes me as something that they could quite nicely replicate some of the tech, reuse some of the tech from Smuggler's Run. Ooh. You, um, are you thinking Smuggler's Run? Yeah, okay. sort of you sitting in the cockpit of the Quinjet and flying to Wakanda. I was just thinking... just a screen outside and it makes it look like you're flying through space and stuff. I was thinking uh, more Star Tours. That could um, work. I mean, in some ways, Smuggler's Run is kind of the next generation Star Tours, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but more interactive. Yes. I, yeah, I, I guess so. I'm not necessarily suggesting that the Quinjet is... Sort of, it's, it's, it's less obvious as a it's less obvious what the interactive elements would be on a Quinjet ride as opposed to the Millennium Falcon because I guess you've never never really spent a great deal of time in a Quinjet cockpit in a Marvel no. movie and to have a good enough understanding of what all the buttons do and stuff whereas in Star Wars you know everyone who's watched a Star Wars movie has a decent idea of yeah but apparently it will feature an all new ride system so. Hmm. All new suggests never been done before. It, well, yes, it certainly does, Josh. That's what that's what that's what I English one hundred and one with Josh. All new to mean whether that's what Bob Chapek and et or at Disney mm. take all new to mean. Yeah, so it's a completely different thing. That sounds cool, though. I wonder what they could do. I mean, the final battle of Infinity War was, of course, set on Wakanda. It was. So you could have a load, of, a whole bunch of Avengers, uh, all of all fighting the against some. You know, Chitauri or whatever mm. the hell it could be. So, did you know that uh, Captain America is directing episodes of some of the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus? Chris Evans. Yes, I did not know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it sounds like a gimmick just to maybe get Chris Evans, like Disney, like, yeah, you can direct some if you're also being them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris I mean- Evans is a big. Like as Captain America is huge, yes, a lot of people have now got Captain America as their favourite. Yep, um, so he's right up there for me, and I yeah. didn't have a huge knowledge of Captain America until he appeared on the movies. Yeah, or in the movies, so uh, yeah, he's done a fine job uh, with that role. My uh, nephew is getting his bedroom repainted, redone, Captain um, Captain America themed. Captain America theme. You know there is a Captain Britain. Do you not think in this post-Brexit world that he should be painting his room up Captain Britain? Where's the... P- personally, where's no. Where's the patriotism, Josh? Um, when they make a Captain Britain movie, let right. me know. There were some rumours that... Because, um, of course, D23 is not just theme parks. It's also it's basically everything that Disney owns. Yeah. They make announcements about. So, there was a lot of Disney Plus stuff and... Marvel stuff, yeah, Star Wars Disney stuff. Disney Plus or, or cinema, right, these mm. days? They're, they're making a sort of behind-the-scenes of theme parks documentary series for Looking forward to that. Disney Plus, which uh, could genuinely be quite cool. I love all that. Do we have a date for that yet? What? 
Disney the, Plus? No, the oh. theme park show. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we don't even have a date for Disney Plus here oh. in the UK. I assume it's because we have Disney Life here. They, they, I think Disney are maybe caught up in a few contracts. Yeah, we've got to... some contractual. You know, we've got the, the Sky deal, which I'm sure still exists. Yeah, there's a, like a Disney, there's a Disney Movies Channel on Sky, I think. Yeah. Or there certainly is some of the time. Yeah. It's something that comes back round if it's not um, a permanent fixture. I'm sure they've got a deal with Simpsons. There's Disney stuff on Netflix here. Yeah. So I guess it's a case of them having to wait for deals to expire. Here's an interesting one. The Simpsons. Over here is on Sky 1. Yeah. I think. And Channel 4. And Channel 4. But Channel 4 is like... Sort of legacy episodes mostly, yeah. I think. Does that move to Disney Plus? Well, yeah. No, what's, yeah. They've the said country? Simpsons is on Disney Plus, yeah. Every yeah, episode. Well, ever. every episode previously. But mm. do you reckon at the end of the Sky contract they go... You can only get this on Disney. I don't Plus think now. it's out of the question that they uh, put them on both. Um, you know, is somebody are there people out there who still love The Simpsons enough to sign up for Disney Plus just to watch The Simpsons? Well, maybe, but it's got there's got to be twelve be of some them. people out there, dozens of us, yeah, dozens. So I, I don't know. I, I it'll be interesting to see what happens because I think over in the states it's a little more. It's a little easier for them. I know there's a lot of Disney stuff on Netflix in the States, but beyond that, I don't necessarily think they have quite so many irons in the fire. No. Whereas here, they've uh, yeah. got yeah, they've got Sky, you've got Netflix, they've got their own Disney Life thing. There was, there's probably on, stuff on Amazon. There's there was a contractor obligation with Fox about the Star Wars. Like they, couldn't, they couldn't show the Star Wars stuff mm. um, because that was all on Fox TV channels. Sky um, but obviously. regularly... Uh, bring back a Star Wars channel. Yeah. Which, I, in fact, I think is coming back up pretty soon here in anticipation of the final film. So they tell us, anyway. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Episode 10 before 2028. Oh, big. Big if true. Mm. I'm going to go there. Remake of episode 4. <laughs> but with new characters. Yeah. So that you don't realise until yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they get you. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Well, let's go to Hong Kong, Disneyland. Hong Kong. Uh, some pretty cool stuff got announced here. Like they're making a whole frozen land. This is the, this has been the dark horse of the Disney parks. Yeah. Industry, but no longer. No, they're going all out here. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get. Well, first of all, they're expanding the castle. Yeah, which re- is kind re- of doing un- the castle. Kind of unprecedented. The, the castle to... is the weakest of the castles. Right. It okay, so argued. they're bringing it up to the standard of some of the other castles yes. that are around the world. Fair enough. But it's not designed on one specific princess, but on 13 Disney heroines. Right. So... Not heroine. Is it, is it right that Disneyland Paris is uh, Sleeping Beauty? Was she Rapunzel? <sighs> Uh, Magic Kingdom Cinderella, obviously. Yeah, I lose track, frankly. Yeah, but something that Hong Kong Disneyland is getting that is uh, totally unique is a new Frozen Land. Yeah, which will get the Frozen Ever After ride from Epcot, which we've spoken about on our Epcot trip report a few weeks ago, and then also uh, the brilliantly named Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleigh. Sliding Sleigh is only a few. It's it's. It's their Hagrid's magical creatures. It's 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 not it's, quite that, but it's close. It's getting there. It's all, all Hong they... Kong Disneyland's Frozen's wandering oaken sliding sleighs. Yeah. yeah. All they'd have to do is like stick a character's name at the front of it for for marketing reasons, uh, like 
Olaf the Snowman I mean, wandering uh, Oaken sliding sleighs or something like that. that, and that would Oaken be... is a character. Is it? I believe Who's so. Oaken? Oaken's the shop guy. Who's the shop guy? The guy, you know, Yoo-hoo, big summer oh. blowout. It's his shop. Right. I believe. Okay. You enter through his shop. Oh, nice. Yeah. I My frozen knowledge is quite poor. Um, I believe that's the case. My frozen knowledge isn't stellar. Right. Uh, no, that's um, Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, El- my <laughs> frozen knowledge isn't Elsa. Um, but, yeah, I believe you enter through the shop, which is in the concept art, the structure in the background. Mm. Um, and then you up the hill climb, you are dragged by Olaf and the reindeer. which is uh, Sven. Sven. Not, not to be confused with the former England manager. Yeah. Um, so that'd be that'd be interesting. So I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm getting some minecart sort of seven dwarves vibes yeah. off of this. But the talk is that you are you are dragged up by Sven. Right. So there's going to be some sort of element where it looks like he is pulling you up the hill. Okay. Before um, leaving, and then you f- you are then all natural, f- you know, <laughs> using gravity. Right. To uh, go down, it's, and then it looks a bit like a toboggan, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so a bit like um, I can't remember the ride at uh, the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Oh, of course. Yes. Well, that sounds interesting. I, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Like Frozen, such a big film, but it's and been such a big hit, but it, it's taken. I think has it caught everyone a little bit off guard how big of a hit it was. That Disney, you know, in terms of taking advantage of it at the parks, it's taken them a while. Yeah, I guess where where do you put it, right? Mm. I guess they had plans for some other stuff anyway. So it's like, oh bugger, that's that's like now really big. So what do we do now? Yeah. Um, so I think even though I'm disappointed that the former ride at Norway is Maelstrom. gone, Maelstrom. Yeah, Maelstrom. Um, I think the Frozen ride does a pretty good job. A lot of people enjoy that ride, so mm. I fully appreciate that. Um, yeah, and I I think this ride looks really quite cool. Yeah, the concept um, art is great. I'll right. go to Hong Kong to see this. Yeah, um, I'm not so sure about the castle. I think the castle. Maybe sounds wait till the twisted, protests are done. Uh, yeah, if they ever are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this ride is, I don't think even has a date attached at the moment. No. So I'm going to guess it will be sometime in the early 2020s. But who knows? Yeah. We'll have to wait. Still not sure see. on this castle though. No. The 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 turrets are all going to be different themes. Right. So it's who do like, you think some of like, the heroines will be? Uh, Mulan. So you know he he did speak of some of them. So he spoke uh, of some of the classics. So you got Cinderella's um carriage is going to be one of the turrets. Sleeping Beauty's apple, uh, Belle's rose, Ray's lightsaber. Um I'd imagine <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who else. Why is it so hot in here? It's really hot. It is hot. I don't know if you noticed. It is hot. It's very hot in here. Yeah. Why does it always feel hotter here when it's hot than it does in other countries that you go to where it's always hot and you go there because it's hot? Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Why but, is that? Walking to the studio, I thought I was going to die. Well, I regularly, well, I don't regularly, but you know, I've done plenty of eight, nine hour days walking yeah. around scorching hot theme parks in the middle of the day and I'm... Don't get me wrong, it's still hot, uh, but it's like I'm, I get through it. It's all right. Whereas, yeah, there, I think when you I walk mean, to the studio, it's like oh, you there. There are points of respite in Disney, isn't there? You know, you're in aircon occasionally. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're in 
uh, Spain or Portugal or something like that. The buildings are designed to be cooler because mm. it's always hot there. Mm. We've built homes, especially this. Is This is from the 1920s. Great. So it's designed to be... We need to rent an aircon studio for the yeah. summer months next year. Yes. Um, the Oof. barbers that I go to has air conditioning now. Maybe oh, we can... Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a good relationship with your barber? I go there regularly. Do you need hostess? I, I tip. Well, he could sponsor the show. <laughs> oh! He'd sponsor the show and we record in there and he gets his name out there to a couple hundred listeners a week. Brilliant. Yeah. Probably Only problem is, they're all on the other side of the world. Yeah. Probably wouldn't shut the shop on a Saturday for us to record though. Probably when does he when does he close? Uh, of an evening. Yeah, I don't know. We could I'd, go after hours. Probably six. Oh, we could go to six. Well, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Great. Sorted. Do the deal. <laughs> Do the deal. Do the deal. Do the deal for next year. All right. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Disney Springs we're going to talk Disney about. Disney Springs. Have we decided whether we're going to do a trip report of Disney Springs or not? Are we doing one? I don't know. Uh, it's kind of up in the air. We can do. Well, I guess we could. Why not? Yeah. We're doing Volcano Bay. Yeah, but that's got rides. This has got... It's got a hot air balloon. That's right. the closest. There's a, there's a boat. You can there's go a car out, boat. You can go out on the water in the car boats. That's true. Mm. I haven't done that because it's really expensive. Mm. It's like ridiculously expensive. Yeah. There's a bowling mm. alley. Yes. Um, Lots of restaurants. Yeah, but done. <laughs> there you are. Disney Springs trip report yeah. in the can. Uh, what have they got planned for Disney Springs? And they announced a new show from Cirque du Soleil. So in the, collaboration with Disney Animation. At one end of Disney Springs, there is the Cirque du Soleil Theatre. And has that not been doing anything for quite uh, it, some time? It, it, the way they been... talked about it made it sound like it's just been doing nothing. Because they, they started talking about it, and I thought. When I when he started talking about it, I thought he was talking about the little theatre area by the by the water, oh, by the world no. of Disney. Yeah, and no. I was like, oh, this is cool. No. Then he started talking about it as if, oh, it's repl- like... Yeah, so... Cirque du Soleil show hasn't been running or something. I, let's I, put it I this way. The previous show, which was called Lanuba, yes. has been running for over a decade. They made it sound like that had stopped I in saw that, 2017. I saw that in 2008. Right. Um, it has been shut for a while. I don't know how long so that while has been. So there's been nothing going on yeah, in it's just been empty for two years. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Big building. Yeah, but it's the, it's the Cirque du Soleil Theatre. Obviously, they were working on this new show. Yeah. Which but is it's a long time to just leave it making no money. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's up to Cirque du Soleil, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, and if they're they're the, the show's all regularly shut down for a couple of years as they put a new show together to replace it. Mm, fair um, enough. Because there's different shows. Cirque du Soleil is different everywhere it is. So was there a Disney slant at all on uh, the one you saw? No. I did think... I did... When we went, I was like, that looks like Daniel Craig. I don't think it was Daniel Craig. But it definitely looked like him. Well, that's got nothing to do with Disney. No, but... Although uh, Disney will buy Bond at some point, oh. I would imagine. Uh, current, my current wallpaper is bombed. Oh, nice. Um, pal. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel. I'd feel about that. I was I was going to ask that question earlier when we were talking about Star Wars. What question? Uh, what? How would you feel about Bond being bought by Disney? How would I feel about that? Yeah. Mm, don't know. Who would play Bond in a Disney world? Robert Downey Jr. Sure. No. Uh, Interesting. Well, I've been watching US Office. Right. Idris Elba appears. Does he? Yeah. Oh. You know where else he appears? 
Tay-Tay's new album. Tay-Tay's new album. London Boy. Yeah. <laughs> London Boy. <laughs> Going down the pub with rugby. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't need Bond now that he's been in that. Yeah, no. Nice. He's peaked. Yeah. London boy, several pegs down, the wire. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. Like, Bond's not even on his list. He's like, I'm done. He doesn't yeah. need it. Retired. He doesn't need it. No. He's um, had a good summer. He was in the, uh, he was in the uh, launch ad for the new Arsenal kit. <laughs> yeah. Big, big summer. Yeah. He, he was in about like, how good he was for uh, like Hackney Under Nines or something. Lufa was excellent. I hear good things about Lisa. I've never seen it. Um, It's a big blind spot of mine. Idris Elba in general is like, I have a massive Idris Elba blind spot. I've not seen a lot of Idris Elba stuff. Which is odd because he's, you know, he's a, he's a dude. He's a big dude. Not in a, not in a bad way. He's, you know, he's just hench. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, which is my only criticism about him playing James Bond is that I think he's too big to play James Bond. Right. Um, Who do you want to play James Bond? Do you have anyone in mind? I don't. There was always, King in the North. There was. Uh, I don't know who. What about John Snow? I don't know. No, I don't know what the gentleman's name was. Uh, in but when back when Pierce Brosnan was Money Penny's McQueen Bond, there was um, a black actor in at that time. Um, was he like one of the man in the chair types? Was he? Yeah, he was like. M right hand. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And there was rumours that he might have been the next Bond. Right. And I was like, it's a bit odd that he's in this now and then. He's going to be the next Bond. Yeah, that would be strange. But I wouldn't be against it because I thought he carried himself in the right way for a Bond. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of who's been linked with it a lot. Richard Madden, who I mentioned, uh, King. In so the that North. was the one that was in Tom Hiddleston. Uh, not Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Richard Madden was. Bodyguard. Bodyguard, yes. Uh, no. Um, I don't think there's anyone, no British actor out there that, as of now, that I can think of. Josh Lawrence. Yes. Uh, Bond, get off hinge. There's work to be done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I was Bond, then I wouldn't need hinge. So. True. Oh, can you imagine how tragic that would be? You're James Bond, <laughs> and you're still on hinge. <laughs> and you're swiping through, and there's. M and yeah. well, not on anymore, I guess. Cause, well, M could still be on it. Yeah. Not on. I it wouldn't appear on mine. Wouldn't appear on your hinge. No. Ah, fair enough. Money Penny might be on there. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from this. Epcot. <laughs> oh, that's like a Epcot thing. Epcot is where all the news is. Oh, we, I, I guess we didn't oh. actually finish on such a slay. We kind of moved oh, on because of Daniel Craig. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so. I don't know how we got to this. Uh, there seems to be like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit style thing going on with this new Search Slay. I like Roger Rabbit style things. So, car- generally, uh, the uh, artists in the Search Slay performance mm. are going to be interacting with the animations. And Where are the animations going to be displayed? Some G- fancy, fancy screen tech. Fancy screen tech. Mm. Yeah. Maybe projections holograms. and things. Yeah, holograms. Yeah. Like Tupac. Yeah. And, um,. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Hello there. Oh. I know it's not strictly related, but... Ewan McGregor's coming back, Josh. Oh. Brilliant. Yeah. That's the best Star Wars news ever. Ever. And he's in all the bad movies. <laughs> but there's something just so great about it. So great. Oh. So all the behind-the-scenes stuff of him as well. How many times do you think he's going to say hello there over the course of a six-episode series? I think just once. They can only get away with it once. I want it every episode. You want it to be every episode. 
I think the series should be called Hello There. I I want to. There's a scene before the credit, before the intro, every time. And at the end of that scene, he says hello there. He says hello there, and then intro. We should like in different contexts. Yeah, uh, it's not always. I'm trying to think of like, other context. Can it be used in any other way other than a greeting? <laughs> a genuine greeting, a sarcastic greeting, yeah. a surprised greeting. Yeah. Sort of, hello there. Hello there. Reading hello a letter there. or a. Or a... <laughs> hello there. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> oh, hello there, Christopher Robin. Lightsaber comes out. Hello there. <laughs> I just like the idea it's like become a curse, maybe, or something like yeah. that. He stubs his toe. Like, hello there! <laughs> like he's got hello there Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That'd be fun. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, Search Slay. A lot of people like Search Slay. I've heard good things. Um, but it's very expensive. Yeah, I, to go. I'm not a fan of Search Slay, but that's just personal preference rather than. it was. They're incredible. Mm. I, it's just not my thing. Fair enough. You wouldn't go back. I'd be intrigued more, if it had a, a more Disney. Uh, I'm intrigued. Aspect to it. Very intrigued to see what this is all about. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to compete with the uh, performances that we're going to get at London Resort, though. No, frankly. But hey, so what can? But it's going to premiere on 17th of April, so that's pretty soon. Uh, I think I saw people on Twitter, you know, theme park nerds and whatnot, as <laughs> as it was being announced, that was saying stuff like, "Oh, I wonder if this will be ready for on the next Christmas at the earliest or whatever." So I think for them to say April was um, well. I think that's you know they've been out for two years. So well, yes, I, I think actually it's uh, you know I personally quite like it when companies announce things with a relatively yeah. short runoff, you know, and. It, they, if they make the announcement at the point of, oh, well, we've been working on it for ages, actually, so from announcement to release, it's actually not very long at all. I don't like it as much when companies say, announce the fact that they're working on it. Like, we've yeah. just started working on this thing, yeah, and therefore there's no date. We don't know when it's yeah. going to be done. We might not even finish it. Exactly. Um, I think, but I think that's like, so for the past two years... But Disney have been guilty of that themselves yes. when it comes to their theme parks. In the past two years, in that route, in that building, yeah. they have been practicing and training and figuring out how the animation works and mm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that room, that building has been being used yeah. but for practice for when the show comes. And a very specific date. You know. Yes. It, it is a day. It yes. is an entire date. So yes. that would suggest they are yeah, confident that it's all going to be fine and that it will be open on time. Friday. It's a Friday. Makes sense. Yep. Opening weekend. Yes. Excellent stuff. Big. I'm sure I it might be there, you know. Be sold out that I weekend. Might be there. You might want to book tickets. I'll try to get press tickets, Josh. Yeah. I don't need to book. Come on. <laughs> Do you not know who I am? You, I Daniel host Craig, the podcast. Yeah, Tim. Me. Tim Tracker might be there. Me, Daniel Craig, and Tim Tracker, yeah. front row. Oh, yes. If you meet Tim Tracker, that I'd be so jealous. <laughs> but not Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig's ruined my James Bond box set. Will Bond be out by then? No. No, it won't. Will it? Still oh. not out by then. Oh well. Jane, well, hopefully it never comes Can out. Can we do Epcot now? Oh yeah, that's where all the that's where all the news is. They're going to town on Epcot. Big big stuff happening at Epcot. Yeah. So as uh, as I as I mentioned earlier, I'll do so again. Epcot trip report from a few weeks ago. We did talk about a little bit uh, during that about what's to come at Epcot, and they basically just went into far more detail about all the things that we kind of already knew about. Um, I guess we'll start with kind of the transformation of the sort of welcome pavilion. Yes. Uh, which is, you know, changing almost beyond recognition. And I think in a really positive way, uh, it's going to be going to sort of be split up into more diverse sections, but all of which lose that monolithic 
look and feel and go for stuff that is far more, I think, eye-catching and, you know, visually appealing yeah. to, I, th- I would imagine, just about everybody. Other yeah. Other than, like, 1970s Soviets or something. Might be a bit disappointed that it's now green and nice, but... Yes. Other than that, other than that, it looks good. Uh, it's going to be split into three lands, world nature, world discovery, and world celebration. Indeed. And, of course, you're still going to have the world showcase. Yes. So. What do you re- what do you reckon, Josh? You you overall a fan of what they're pitching here? Yeah, I really like the original concept of Epcot, uh, and then the uh, revised vision of Epcot, and now and then what we ended up with certainly more recently has it's been really certainly that future world has been really rough. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think on on the trip report that we did, I, I remember being kind of. Kind of stunned by how dull I found the kind of entry to Epcot. The whole experience, yeah. like I feel like you know, a lot of most theme parks in Florida, you kind of there's a sense of real excitement and and anticipation when you walk through the gates. It kind of opens up in front of you, yeah. and you're like, oh wow, I'm here. And and at Epcot, you kind of you walk in, Spaceship Earth is kind of on top of you already, and it's all a bit busy, but not in a particularly energetic, no, not colourful way. Yeah. It's just a bit. I keep saying monolithic, but that's because it's the perfect way to describe I mean, it. Up until recently, there was just it, that opening courtyard was full of monoliths. Yes, with people's pictures and names on it that yeah. no one cared about. Yeah, not a huge fan. Just so I'm, I'm took up loads of spaces. I'm very ugly. in favour of this. Um, so a lot of the middle section, as we've mentioned previously, has been ripped out, being you know putting in new water features yeah. and garden areas. Yeah, looks lovely. Yeah. Um, and then you've got um, so that's the world celebration that centre section, which I'm guessing is where uh, one of the other sections is going to come into it. Um, and then you've got world nature, which is on the right, which is where soaring is, is where living with the land is, is where planet awesome is going to be, uh, which is their um, like blue planet style. Is that the David Attenborough thing? Yes. Um, and then you've got. Um, World Discovery, which is where Test Track is, where um, Mission Space, Mission Space is, where Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be as well. Okay, yeah, they uh, revealed the name of that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which I quite like yeah. actually. That's a cool name. Yes, and you know uh, an interesting part about this new roller coaster? Backwards launch. Backwards launch. Yeah, almost like you're going in rewind, Tom. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. that would be what it's. Wonder if they're going to play. A cassette being rewound while that happens. Oh, well, you would think so. Yeah. I mean, you would. You this this is going to have a good soundtrack. You would hope. Oh. Do you think they'll go for like the movie favorites, or do you think they'll come up with a new one? Like what they're going to do? Because they've it, had awesome mix one and two. Are they going to come up with a special? They're going to use the least interesting part of the chain. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they'll finally make good on it because, oh. as you say, you know, that scene in Guardians Two where they start playing the chain and then they don't get to the good bit. You know the F one bit. Maybe they'll find. I mean, the F one theme would make a good roller coaster music uh, theme tune. I would suggest. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they just. Um, what you you do you mean the chain? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Calling it the F one theme is. But, but, but the part of the chain that they don't play in Guardians of the Galaxy yes. two is the F one part. Or yes. What people here recognise as the the classic yes. F one theme on from TV. Uh, the BBC coverage. Yes. Yeah. So uh, no yeah. longer heard. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, rid of it. Yeah, well, BBC don't do it anymore. Well, they don't do any F1. No, it's on Channel oh, Four now, and Channel oh. Four coverage is 
really sparse because of the contract that Sky Sports has. Right. And Sky Sports have terrible um, custom theme music. Oh, they come up with their own music. Yeah. Well, that's a Which shame. Which is rubbish. Alas. Um, and then uh, Formula One themselves have their own theme music, but then also have done a song with the Chemical Brothers. Which is kind of cool. Huh. Okay. Well, um, yeah, they didn't actually go into a huge detail about Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, they didn't talk about it much at all, other than to say what it was called and that it, it did have this a, reverse launch. The reverse launch, yeah. Um, this really kind of cool looking entryway. Which right. Which had like stuff like on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. It looks quite cool. Definitely. And as we know from pictures that have come out, it's a huge building. Yes. So well, it's uh, the. Half of it, the lo- the lo- load, the load area and the queue area, what has already existed, that's been a pavilion for a while. Right. And they've built the new bit where the actual coaster is. Yeah. Is a completely new building. Cool. Okay. Um, staying in this section of the park, uh, next to Mission Space, we're get- getting this space restaurant, yeah, which I believe Space Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Uh, you talked about this on the previous on the Epcot trip report about how. It's going to have, you know, faux windows that make it look like you're out in space. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think the only new new detail here is the name. Yes. Space 20. Space, space, space 220. T- 220. Yeah. yeah is that so. a reference to something should I that I should know? Yeah. It's surely a reference to something. I think it might be something to do with number. Epcot. Right. I don't know exactly. Is it opening in 2020? I mean, that wouldn't really work. Bob but. Chapek made a comment about how it's important to Epcot and everyone was like oh and I was like oh, probably the location of it on a map or something you know right I don't know yeah. you know, the la- longitude or the latitude of it or something mm. um, yeah because it's going to be like you're a- directly above Epcot as it were right so you see so you go up in a sp- like a space elevator type thing so you'll always see Epcot below you as you go higher and higher and higher okay um Cool. The scenes from the windows and from the bottom of the um, space elevator are going to be uh, live in quotation marks. Mm. So there's going to be, you know, day night cycle is going to be accurate, that sort of thing. They probably could sign a deal with like NASA or something, right? And get like a live feed from um, you know, ISS or something. I, yeah, well, the ISS is going to be. In the shop, according to the oh. um, artwork, huh. so right, maybe not then. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it sounds cool. Uh, it sounds cool. I wonder how exclusive it will be. You know, if it's going to be, you got to book this weeks or months in advance, or if it's going to be just a really well themed restaurant it, that you can just walk up to. I think it'll be relatively uh, busy. Um, the food is being done by the same people that do the food in Italy. Okay, um, which is a well-regarded restaurant. Yeah. Um, so I'd imagine the food's going to be pretty good. Yeah, uh, you would so, think so. Yeah. Uh, they're also refreshing. I mean, you're refreshing the whole entrance to the park. It would be remiss of them not to also refresh Spaceship Earth. Yeah. AKA the big golf ball. Big golf ball. Uh, about time, I would say. I mean, when I did it, the one and only time I did it, which would have been about five years ago, I thought, man, this thing seems old. Yeah. And uh, if it's still like that, I'm going to feel real old. So mm. it makes sense to be uh, giving that some TLC. I yeah, so suggest. by the sounds of that, what they're going to do is chain, rip out quite a few of the scenes, um, update some of the scenes, 
like reimagine the scenes, I guess, um, and tell a better, greater story for it rather than focusing on the technology, like the writing from the cave, uh, from the caveman days, you know, the art cave drawings, uh, papyrus, uh, the press, Loose, that sort papers, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, they just means that they don't have to fix that poor paper boy. <laughs> Yes, they're going to extreme lengths so that they don't just have to fix the paper boy. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, Chapek also talked about something called Dreamer's Point. Which yeah. It's going to be kind of like a, it looks kind of like a futuristic urban park. It yeah. Looks like something you'd find in Singapore right now, in fact. Yeah. Have you seen the new airport building they've built next to the airport in Singapore? No. It looks wild. Really. So the the thinking behind it is that for. A, most flights out of Singapore, yeah. as I experienced last year. No, it was this year, Jesus. Yeah, it was this year. Um, flights back out Westway from Singapore are always very late in the day. Yeah. But generally, hotels like to kick you out pretty early. Yes. So we were in that situation where we were kicked out of the hotel, but the flight wasn't for another eight hours. Yeah. So then you're kind of left in a bit of a muddle of, you know... What do you do? It's not an ideal situation to be in. You know, will they hold our bags for us? If not, then you've stuck with your bag. You know, what are you going to do? So they've basically built this big, almost extension to the airport purely for basically to kind of entertain people who are in that exact situation. It looks amazing. Really? It's, it's hard to describe. It's hard to do justice simply by talking about it. But I would uh, I would encourage anyone who hasn't seen it to go and look it up. Uh, Singapore has some of the most sort of awe-inspiring ma- man-made things that are fused with nature. Yeah, the gardens I've and ever things seen, that there. And this is of that ilk. Yeah, but the parks are insane. technically an airport. It's, it's mad. I, I highly recommend you go and have a look at it. It looks like something Walt Disney would have dreamed up in the 70s. The original so Epcot. His, his legacy is living on... In Singapore. In Singapore, <laughs> yes. More than it is... Where, where there's a universal park. park. Yes, Indeed, Brutal. but uh, yeah, no. Dreamers Point looks cool. I think this is maybe the part of the the renovation of the of the kind of entry plazas and that that I may be the most skeptical of, just because it looks the most fantastic. This looks amazing. Uh, uh, he he was very keen to stress the fact that this will create a lot more shade in in yeah. This it's area sort of, of mushroom like, I guess. It's like a futuristic man made mushroom like structure. Is how I'm thinking of it. Sure. Because uh, you've got this sort of underneath part where there's like a lot of lights going on, so it looks like a bit like a party. Uh, then you I love this, parties. You've got this glass section in the middle on the uh, second story, as the Americans would like to say. Mm. And then on the top, you've got this grassy tree area, which is basically the rooftop, mm. um, which looks glorious. The fireworks on this p- point. Oh. Oh. Oh, baby. You know, and you know a cast member will come up to you while you're watching them and be like, you know what? This is, what, this is where Walt likes to watch us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yeah, that's that's what they've got planned for the entry plaza of Epcot as it is now. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to what they've got planned for the sort of world showcase? World showcase. So we've got some uh, what a new three hundred and sixty show coming to Canada, Canada and to China and to China. China's one is a um, new seamless digital. Canada's one. already got a three hundred and sixty show, right? Yeah. So so has one? China. Oh, okay. But the China one is, those. Yeah. yeah, China. I guess the Chinese one is also probably coming to Shanghai. Uh, yeah, you would think. You would imagine um, that. I'd imagine. So uh, the China one's getting a full digital seamless uh, surround, whereas the Canada one is similar technology to what the current one is. Mm. Um, 
France is getting a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which will play in rotation with Impressions de France. I wonder if that means they'll strip it out of Hollywood Studios. The Beauty well, and the Beast that's show. a show, isn't it? Yeah. Which is slightly different, but maybe. Maybe once this is Is there is a in, need for, um, for both yeah, to exist? Yeah, it's a good question. It depends on if the sing-along is a, still a show or... Yeah, or if it's something a bit more like... Masioki. Like the thing you like the thing they do in Hogsmeade with the frog choir, you know, something yeah. a bit more that has a bit more of an impromptu feel, yeah. Rather than hey, be here at ten and sit uh, down. Well, it's definitely going to be a sort of be here at X time because yeah. it's swapping in and out with Impressions de France, sure. So, which is a you know theatre. Oh, okay. Oh, well, in that case, maybe it will prove to be a replacement for mm. what they've got in Hollywood. But I would rather sit down in the Hollywood studios one and watch, yeah. Professionals sing. I don't have to listen to ten thousand children sing. Fair enough. Probably not going to be ten. That's a reasonable thing to say. I mean, the most exciting. I mean, they spoke again. They mentioned Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which is coming over from Paris, and that's going to open next summer. This felt like like they he bigged it up. It sounded like he was announcing it for the first time, but that's not true, right? They've Uh, maybe it's the first time they've put a date on it, but no, they've definitely said it's coming before. We've spoken about it before. Yeah. Uh, but something I, I that wasn't is, sure whether um, it was just going to be ru- whether we'd spoken about just rumours or whether mm, I'm pretty sure they confirmed yeah. it and uh, yeah the, the something that is new though is uh, Mary Poppins is coming mm-hmm. to the UK Mary Pavilion Poppins. in the form of a, a recreation of Cherry Tree Lane Cherry Tree got Lane got Dick Van Dyke out to announce this yeah pretty cool yeah so uh, he looked more like the old man who ran the bank oh that's yeah well not uh, Bert or whatever is it Bert the chimney sweep, but the chimney sweep. Yeah. No, he looked more like um, more like the banker yeah. from Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Funny that. Tuppence, tuppence. Do you like Mary Poppins Returns? It's no Mary Poppins. No, um, it's not as memorable. I think it's fine. I yeah. think it's enjoyable. Yeah, there's but a couple of alright songs in it. I'd rather like, go back and watch the original. I would. I think the yeah, original probably. is a better film. Yeah, I, I kind of liked how though Emily Blunt brought her own take on the character, even though she was playing the same character, she yeah. brought a new take on it. She just she wasn't just doing a Julie Andrews impression. No, yeah, she was a much more sort of. But it was definitely stern yeah. character. It was a reboot disguised as a sequel, as you've uh, said last night. Yes, indeed. But um, I liked the animation that was involved. It's nice to see some two D Disney animation. Yeah, that was good. Just and about the, the only place I've seen it recently. The uh, going through the bath scene was quite cool yeah yeah I, I think it's okay that film uh, but yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what they do here uh, there's talk of there being a ride involved whether it's something as simple as some sort of fairground type yeah. ride that's rumours have well said themed. it's a carousel yeah uh, we're hoping for a bit more than that yeah it would be nice if there was something a little more bespoke but frankly I think I'm fine with it just being a nice recreation of Cherry Tree Lane. Yeah. I'd be kind of into that. I do we that get nice chimney sweep live chimney sweep performances? Do you reckon we get live chimney sweep performances? I would have to say, yeah, yeah they'll do. Uh, do they do a rotation? Triple, triple little light, fantastic. Because they are um, obviously gas lighters, aren't they? They they light. Oh, of course, yes. Maybe the, yeah, lights. maybe they'll rotate between chimney yeah. sweeps and gas lighters. I think they should do a uh, rooftop show. Yeah, that'd be Why not? cool. That would be cool. I don't know how safe that would be. But no. I, I think people the, jumping from building to building. This definitely uh, lends itself to live musical performances yeah. of that type, rather than a sort of sit down in a theatre yeah. type thing. More like, yeah, out uh, and about in the land. And thinking where it'll be, there'll be like a loop around, so it'll be sort of contained. Yeah, the show will sort of be contained. 
in Cherry Tree Lane, which will be around the corner a bit. Mm. So it won't bleed out into the rest of the park, as it were, which will be quite cool. Cool. Uh, I think that'll do it for Epcot, frankly. Yeah, obviously they've got new fireworks going on. Yeah. Um, which I think they're called, like, Harmonious. With the emphasis on the us, presumably for patriotic reasons. Yes. Uh, capped up. Uh, like US Um, other stuff they talked about frankly I don't know about you I'm of a mind to save this because of course next week Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will have opened at Hollywood Studios and they did go into a bit of detail about the hotel the Galactic Star Cruiser experience oh you mean the cruise that you can go on Tom oh yes of course through the stars of Star Wars (laughs) Uh, but yeah I think maybe we'll save that for then that makes sense to me and then there were you know there were a few sort of um Holiday management style announcements. Oh, announced kind of you mean the Disney Genie? A Disney Genie. Siri you're, for Disney World, basically. You'll never have a friend like that app. Yeah. See what you did there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and they also made some announcements about the Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. I mean, for they me, got three new ships coming. They've just bought a new port. Well, they advertise the it in 4DX, like P&O Cruises. Oh. That's how they get my money, yeah. frankly. Have we gone through our whole episode mostly talking about Florida? We haven't yet mentioned Crawl. Oh. What a film. What a film. What? What? <laughs> I liked it quite a bit. I I my, enjoyed it. My, I just think it's bad. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was quite well made. But dumb, yes, dumb, yes. It's, yes. A, it's a very well-made B movie. I liked it a lot. I My favourite part of it was that the hurricane was called Windy or Wendy. See, yeah, <laughs> Wendy. And in my experience of hearing the name Win- Wendy, Wendy said by Americans because it's my mum's name, uh, they all say Windy. Windy. That's what it sounds like. So mm, the idea hurricane of calling windy. a hurricane Windy was kind of funny so to me. Your, your mum's now a hurricane. Yeah. The the new um, area in the Bahamas looks quite cool for uh, the cruise line. Right. Um, I don't. These ships aren't coming until like the Disney Wish, which is the first of the ships to be uh, finished and yeah. set sail. Will set sail in the, in twenty twenty. Mm. Um, they they also made ship. a weirdly big deal out of a new uh, merchandise partnership with Target. Target Target. Which means <laughs> which means little to me because we don't have Targets. No. Here. Uh, so they're putting Disney shops in Targets. So, like, Argos's are in Sainsbury's. Great. That's um, a good point of reference. I yeah. like it. Um, and also, it sounds like they might be building a Target on-site of Disney World. What, like at Disney Springs? It was kind of a but bit would ambiguous. That be, would that be an actual Target or just the Disney World part of a Target? I don't you know. I mean? know. Yeah, it was weird. It was a bit ambiguous about that, and there's been a lot of questions about it on the internet that I've never I haven't been seen an answer to. I've never been in a Target in um, my years going to America. I have. I like Target. Fair enough. What is it? A bit like Walmart? Yeah. It's not. It's nicer than a Walmart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Walmart's not got a great reputation. I hate reputation. Walmart. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, not, not Publix huge. is my favourite super, uh, supermarket. Publix is, is fine, yes. My mum's taken a very... Uh, costly liking to Whole Foods oh premium Whole Foods is very expensive yeah no there are a couple of Whole Foods in the UK and to my knowledge the only two that I am actually aware of there's one near Piccadilly Circus right and one in Fulham which I think sums it up yes they're very upmarket yeah but that's your family all over it certainly is with your is it your uncle my uncle does his weekly shopping in Harrods yeah or some of it, at least. <laughs> he goes to Harrods every week. Yeah. He doesn't exclusively shop in Harrods, 
But <laughs> you won't see him in Lidl. Put yeah. it that way. Well, Josh, that is your lot in terms of theme park headlines from D23. Yeah. And not for the first time recently, I'm about to say that this is our longest episode to date. Comfortably. Madness. Indeed. And I've got to edit this tonight. That's the name of Disney's next ship. This might actually, listeners, have ended up being a Tuesday release. Because oh. this is going to take a while in the edit suite. But yeah. I'll do my best to get it out by the end of Monday so that it's ready for your Tuesday morning commutes. But I can't make any guarantees. It's no quite promises. late in the day here. But we'll see how I get on. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening. As I said earlier, next week we'll be focusing very much on Galaxy's Edge which opens in Florida uh, in the interim between uh, this episode and next. In the meantime, you can email us, podcast at parkrush.com. Yeah. Send us a, if you've got any questions about D23 or even any answers about D23, send them in to us. Or more hot gossip about the London Resort. Yes. What underwhelming VR experiences would you like to see? Email us and let us know. Yep. You can uh, also follow uh, us on Roman Grosjean crash VR experience. Great. I'm on board. I was sceptical, but now I'm in. Uh, You can also follow us on Instagram at ParkRushPodcast. And you can also subscribe, of course, if you haven't already, on your preferred podcasting app of choice. Yeah. You can also find every episode at ParkRush.com. Thanks very much for listening. We've got Galaxy's Edge next week. We've got uh, Volcano Bay coming up in the not-too-distant future. Maybe Disney Springs. We've got Wonder Park in... uh, you thought it was over, but it's not. Yeah. Installment of our yeah. theme park we film thought review it was over. series. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a new series to replace our film park film reviews yeah. coming up in the not too distant future. But we'll touch on that and detail that another time. Thanks very much for listening. Until next time, goodbye. Alfie Zen. Zen.